Yo, yo, what's poppin'? It's your man, Dean Edwards, and we are back in the building, baby. All things comedy, we're here. We're, we're on the West Coast, huh? I love coming out here and being live in the studio so much that we gotta bring the music in right about now. No, it didn't come in because I pulled it back too far. That's my bad. What was I thinking? Anyway, yo, I'm back out here, man, out West. Uh, you know what? Uh, gotta send a shout out to, to the network, All Things Comedy. Check out um all the wonderful comics who have podcasts on there. You have uh Ian Edwards and his soccer comic Rand. Uh, you got uh Billy Burr and uh, the uh you know the, the the Monday morning podcast. Uh, Dean Del Rey, man. Uh, uh let there be talk. And then uh, and and uh, Kira Soltanovich, a bunch of them, man. Go to allthingscomedy.com and check out. Uh, you know, just just click on somebody's podcast, man. I, I am I am flattered to have not only a friend, a comrade, boom, known this cat for for years, man. Boom, boom, uh, boom. uh, he's he's boom in the background. Boom, <laughs> man, bring me in, sucker. I got my man. Roy, Royale like Watkins. These chicks that building. make you wait. Just let me get at that. <laughs> Give me some of that. Yo, I got Suck my man Royale Watkins, man. What up, man. Dean? What's poppin', man? It's good It's good to have you in here. Yo, man, you shotting out all of these other dudes on your network. I hope they doing the same damn thing for you. They, I hope so, but but even if not, man, I I, I put the positive energy out there. Dean Del Roy, Ray, I, I I know, always does. Ian, you know, even, even if Ian doesn't, Four he line. was at my wedding and my wife likes him, so I got to make sure. Shout him out. <laughs> Give him a shout out. I guess I could. That's the longest the music ever went because you were boom bap and I was digging that. Boom bap. <laughs> uh, what's what's going on, man? You you, you it's we, hustle, baby. Yeah, yo, hustle, baby. Yo, uh, for those for all the fam, uh, cause I, I I have this thing. I don't I don't like using the word fan with an yeah. N as in Nancy. Yeah, it is family. At this it's point. family, man. It's it's all my father mucking fams or the father mucking protocol. Uh, you know, and and so the listeners know. That rewind about what about a month ago? <laughs> we had, oh, we, we had, had a our, technical difficulty. We had a little right? we experience of technical difficulty. A wee bit of a hiccup, and and uh, and so my man Sidney Castillo slid it real quick. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here's what's funny. So Sydney, you know, in typical newer comic fan, and new and and Sydney's not a new Jack, but he's always a new Jack to us because he yeah, came up we, after si, us. He, listen, he's a he's a seventh grader. Right, right, right. He's right. a seventh grader. We're twelfth graders. Right, we, right. We run this know, joint. Exactly, exactly. So Sydney, you know, in typical uh new Jack uh swag is like, yo, you know what I think uh I think I'm probably gonna have the highest uh highest rated episode ever. Right. So No you not <laughs> So um during this time that I didn't realize uh I didn't re- well let me tell you so we did the episode it was a great episode um it was I it, it was it was it was I you, it was you okay don't don't don't, don't don't let Sydney get gas yeah, it was can't, I can't gas him so uh we when I when I upload the episode I usually drop them on Mondays right I drop them on Mondays usually by Monday night Tuesday morning I'll just check, you know, my 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 listens. I usually have a good hundred, hundred plus, cause okay. that you get your your most listeners that first day. So I <laughs> Monday I go drop to here look, I look Tuesday morning. <laughs> I look Tuesday morning. There was like eight. I was like, oh, ooh, yeah, the number body dip. blow, body <laughs> blow. The numbers dip, right? So then by the end of the week, 
it it was only like in a week's time when I went to upload the next one. It might have been to like twenty eight. I was oh. like, what is what is Sydney oh, do, Sydney? But then I uh I recently just found it because because ever since then I saw like the numbers seem to dwindle. Uh, they changed the um. They changed the the system, so you're getting listens, but it didn't necessarily reflect it. I don't know. I but, think you. <laughs> <laughs> you think Sydney? The Sydney, Sydney factor. Was the Sydney factor that jinxed the whole run. The man. Sydney factor. Well, I'm gonna go on the record and say these when you drop this joint on Monday, uh-huh. the numbers like people gonna be like, "What the? F-? We can cuss, right? You yeah, you say no whatever. Yeah, they're gonna be like, "What the fuck happened?" The numbers are exploding through the roof. <laughs> Yo, you're you're gonna get a new deal. You're okay. Gonna get a, all hey. new equipment. Yo, hey, they're gonna be have sending new you microphones. cocaine. You got like you gonna get you gonna get the Hollywood package. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, I, I look forward to it. Yeah, I mean, baby, come I, on. I look forward to it, but I also let me tell you, let me uh, tell y'all why I'm happy to to have uh, Royale in here because Royale is not only a, a, a talented comedian, uh, I'm a talented I. actor, I'm, I'm a um, but also a producer, uh, writer, and producer. Or, um, that actually looked out for me. Um, actually, even even not just recently with um, with the the jeez fa- oh, the fa- I'm seeing stand the up. logo stand up. up for family yeah stand up for family stand up for family stand up for family which um which now that's transitioned because every is that the same thing that you do for Centric? no 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 that's totally a complete, separate so yeah yeah okay. that's a completely okay. separate brand I built brands baby yeah no and and that's why I'm a brand I res- builder I respect. I respect your hustle. It also inspires me because I'm like, you know, it shows as a as a comic that you have uh, various uh, roads. You have more than one one path to your greater success because it's all success. You know, you creating a mixtape comedy five plus that's years my ago. Baby, right now, yeah, like that's almost that's seven years ago. Is it now, seven baby. years? Still going. I'm wow. on a plane on Friday to go wow. back to New York and do that. Let, now it's going on. It'll be seven years in January. Okay, wow. so it's six and a half. Wow. Okay, six and a half. I, 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 and I'm proud to say I was, uh, I was there. I'm in Denzel. Once you're on the first, I was show? on the very first show Whoa. and the one year anniversary. Whoa. And, 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 and so I was there. Uh, the first the show you popped, yeah, there, I was, you, I was, you just popped that New yeah, York City cherry yes, yes, with the show. Yes, I did, man. Yo, and, that brand is so swag, man. Yeah. It's it's so. Let me tell you something. Ex- explain to explain to the listeners what what from from conception to what it's become. I'm, I'm gonna give to, them the this. How much time we got? We got. We, we have. Much, we how have, long do your shows uh, usually run? We, I we just sure go. Get, so we have we have at least ninety minutes. We're gonna get all the way up in this motherfucking vagina today. Okay, get up in there. Get in the creases. We're gonna get these long strokes. No, stroke the labias. Yeah. So the mixtape comedy show actually started because like about eight years ago, seven and a half, eight years ago, my shit had flatlined, yo. I was okay. just was like, there was nothing happening for me. I had no representation. I still had no representation okay. outside of my my followers. They, okay, that's my people. Right. Um, but yeah, I just was like, yo, what the fuck? I got a family to feed. Right. I got, you know what I mean? I got to take care of myself. Family makes you hustle hard. Hard. Like, once you have once you once you have a wife is one thing. Once you have a wife and kids, you like, okay, no, this ain't once funny. Once you have a wife, kids and some bitches, you know, it really <laughs> ratchets up <laughs> tell, a tell whole them. other level. <laughs> um, and so I was like, I got to do something, man. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, what am I going to do? I'm not getting these TV and film looks, but comedy has always been my thing. It's like, right. you got to go back to what your hustle right. is. And so Anthony Anderson, my man, uh, was in New York doing Law and Order. And I, right, and right. he was back in L.A. because, you know, he lives here. And I just, yo, I said, yo, I need to sit down and talk to you. He's like, yo, come through. Went, sat at his house. I said, this is what I want to do. 
I said, I just want to do a show in New York City. He's like, whatever you want to do, I'll ride with you. Okay. Right? So I was like, okay, cool. So we was on Facebook heavy anyway, me and Anthony right. just goofing around back and forth. Uh, so, Anderson's army and, and – Yeah, and, Anthony's yeah. – uh, well, I'm going to tell you how that started okay. because the 3AG and the Team Royale stuff happened, hadn't okay. popped off yet. But when he said, I'll rock with you, I just said, okay, well, he's in New York doing Law & Order. You know I mean? You know, before I moved out to L.A., I was in New York first. And so I was like, the very least I could do is put up a comedy show and mm -hmm. have him come in and co-host it right. or host Since it, then we can pack it out. Right. You know what I mean? So we went, looked at a couple of venues and looked at Caroline's, but I just felt like there was so many specialty shows happening at yeah, Caroline's. Caroline's just, definitely You could get lost, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I could see that. So I was like, all right, let me go through Gotham and talk to Chris Mazzilli. And the thing is about Chris is like, he's a solid dude. He gets it. And yeah, he he's very, in. very straightforward. Very straightforward. Well, you've always book. been a good guy. Been a good, hey, know. pal, listen, pal. Hey, pal, look, look. Look, pal, let's just figure it out, pal. Let's figure it out. Uh, so Mazzilli just was like, all right, cool. Let's. That, this is where we're going to do it. And we put up the first show in January of 2009. You came through, and it was packed. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. We had no street promote. It was all social media. It was, it was all it the was, people Let on me Facebook. tell y'all, it was it was thick in there to it. You know, because comics when 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 you when your people call you and ask you to do something, you you ain't doing it for the money. You're like, all right, well, yeah, you know, what, my man no ha has me rocking out. It's a Sunday night. Um, whatever, I'll go do it. And when I got there, I was like, yo, yeah, it was serious. This is uh, this it was is serious, thick. right? And you had who? Who was the first? Well, fi finish. Well, your, see, yeah. this, that you were about yeah. to ask me who was the first yeah. performer, yeah. right? Yeah. So wait, that wasn't. But we didn't even have a performer. Yeah. No, that after night. that, that's I was like. So well, no, yeah. so what happened was we put up that first show, and then between January and February, like the fan engagement online was like, yo, the show was hot. Y'all yeah. should do another one. And then like you know we was doing I was doing all of this karaoke Wednesday stuff and all these right. different things right. online, and so. Me and Anthony ended up doing this freestyle rap battle against each other between January and February mm -hmm. because we had committed to just doing a show once a month. Okay. And so when we did the freestyle rap battle against each other, we put it up, and the fans was like, y'all should battle each other at the next mixtape comedy oh, show. Okay. At the next show. It wasn't even okay. mixtape comedy at that point. Right. So I was like, all right, cool. So we talking smack online, me and Anthony going back and forth the whole time leading up to it, mm -hmm. and then... D Nice, my man. My name is D Nice. Yo, my man D. Yo, he with the crazy like the graphics. He created this poster like mm -hmm. the ultimate rap comedy battle something. And so we put that up, mm -hmm. and there was just a lot of hype around. Right, it. right, right. So cats packed out the venue again. So I was like, somebody hit me up. He's like, yo, I got this chick named Madam Murder. You want me to bring her mm -hmm. through for you? I was like, yeah, bring her through. So I had her in the audience as a plant. Oh, so dig it. when we came through, we put up the show. Um, Does Anthony Can know? That Anthony don't have a clue. He don't know. So don't oh, that. <laughs> so then Kango Kid, you know what I mean? We have all these cats following us. Kango's like, yo, I'm coming through the show. So it's right. like, all right, cool. So we do the comedy show. Everything is cool. And then we was like, all right, let's bring Kango on stage right. just to make the uh, the battle official. Right. And Kango came on, and Diamond, my DJ, put his his joint on. Yo, rocks. So he rocked that out for a couple of bars. Yeah, what's up, yeah, man? man? Yeah, that with that girl they called Roxanne. Um, so the crowd went bananas when right. he started performing. Right. right. So it's like, all right, shut that down. So it's like, let's get into this battle. Right. So the thing about Anthony is that that motherfucker is super duper talented. Yo, yeah. he could do everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, he could sing, he could dance, he could rap. Right. He could do everything. He can he can he can host the BT Awards. Yo, he coming can host up, the BT right? Awards coming up. It's like, yo, he's that dude. So he went first, right? And so they put on a track. This dude is did the this, did that, clowning me, did the right. doom. And he had some homie the clown sock. 
Uh, right? <laughs> Behind his back. Yeah. And then he hit me up the side of the head with the homie the clown joint, right? <laughs> so I was like, okay, wow, this dude is right. really. He came, he came prepared. Yo, but here's the thing. So we had had the 3AG. He had his 3AG people, mm-hmm. and I had my Team Royale people. He only had two people in the audience, mm-hmm. right? We had towels and everything. Yo, oh, and I said, let me get my Team Royale folks on here because right. Anthony was so busy working. He didn't have time to, like, right. really beat it up on the social media side like I had right. because I wasn't working. Right. So my Team Royale was strong, right? right? I had, like, probably about at least 10, 12 people on stage with me. Right. Behind me, he had two. Right. So I get on, I start to do my little rap thing. It's like, there's just something, something to blight. And da, 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 I turn, I throw the mic to Nike. And old girl was one of, she was my plan. She was standing oh. right here. I handed her the mic. Yo, this chick, Madam Murder, I have not seen her since. Uh-huh. I, have, I may have heard from her once, but I was like, yo, where is this chick? Yo, she went in on Anthony so hard, Dean. And the crowd, like, it was one of them, like, Apollo moments where right, the, right, right, the places right. go berserk. Right. Yo, it went upside down. So after the show, we had, you know, we recorded the footage, and I went back. I looked. I was like, man, we got a comedy show that's hosted by a celebrity. Mm-hmm. I said we got uh, a freestyle rap battle. Mm-hmm. And I said we got a, a performance from a rap artist. Right. So it's like, yo, this I haven't seen these pieces together like this Ever. before. Right. And so I went and kind of moved them around because I just felt like the artist should close the show. So we ended on a party. Right. And that's where the mixtape comedy format came right, from. Right. And actually, the name mixtape comedy. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Yeah, the name mixtape comedy was actually, I worked on the sketch show that Mike Epps did, and it was called the Comedy Mixtapes. Oh, dig it. Okay. And so, some for some reason, Mike Epps decided. I think his wife actually decided for him that they were going to change it to the Mike Epps show or some other version. And so there's like, scrap the comedy mixtapes. Yeah, I don't, don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't, don't want to call it mixtape no right. more. So they threw it in the garbage, and I waited till everybody left <laughs> in dumpster dive. I was like, wait a minute, give me that name. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. Right. And, and went and showed up. I flipped. I think somebody had comedy mixtapes when I went online to look up the URL and the trademark okay. and all okay. of that. And um, so I was like, wait, mate, let's just flip it around and say mixtape comedy. It went bingo. Right, right. right. I like it. it. I don't know if it's just because I'm used to it, but I just I like the, I like mixtape comedy better than comedy mixtape. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, you'll kill yourself trying to go back and forth, figure it out. But right. like I said, the thing that determined it all was the fact that the URL was available. Right, so, right, right. You know. Right. And, and, and here we are almost, what, seven years later. Seven years later, homie. Like six and a half going yeah. on seven is like what people don't understand is that I live in Los Angeles, California. Right, right. Yo, I've been flying back and forth right. from L.A. to New, to New York, York to do that show every, every, once a month for the last month. six and yeah, a half years. I've missed, I think, three or four, like maybe four shows, I think. I'm right, because the last one, the one I just did, I was I was actually surprised when Kristen, your assistant for the yeah, show. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. She, if Kristen hears or, I'm sorry, my, my I apologize. Assistant, she is the... Yeah. Talent producer, talent producer for the tape comedy show. Pa- she is a legit I, talent producer. I apologize, Christian. Love yeah, you like love step cousin. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, uh, when I when you weren't there, I was actually surprised, right? Because you also like seeing your people. You know of what course. I mean? And so I was like, I was like, oh, it was it was okay. so well, last mm-hmm. minute, man. I just so, couldn't. No, and you talk. I remember. I think you 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 texted me that afternoon yeah. before I got there. So I was like, oh, okay. I was like, well, I hate not being there, bro. It's so it's like that is my. Well, plus that's your, that's your baby. That's my baby. That's right your there. baby that's right the one. there. That, I mean, there's been a couple like all of that Centric Comedy All Stars brand stuff. I created that stuff from scratch right. and. Um, uh, Would you say mixtape helped? Uh, this my, my, listen, there's no there's no question about it. I know mixtape. the question about the mixtape comedy w- 
has become my business card. Right. I don't need a business card. Right. It's like, oh, that's the dude that does the mixtape right, comedy right, show. Right. And the the guy that was running Centric Paxton Baker, shout out to Paxton Baker because, yo, he like so many people came on board to check out mixtape comedy. And because of Anthony, right? Right. It's like, oh, right. Anthony, Anthony. Like they know me. Some people know me, but right. Anthony's a star, Anthony's right? A star, right. And so they come through, and then they see the show, and they go, oh, well, who's you know what I mean? They want to know more about it, or they have to engage in. And Anthony go, no, yet it's Royale. So right. talk to Royale, and I start engaging these folks, and they see that oh, it's me the one putting it all together. Right. And so for the dude Paxton Baker, it's like, yo, I want to do something with you guys. Which meant I really want to do something with Anthony, but if you're the guy who's producing it, then right. you know we'll figure it out. Right. But he came to the show and offered me the opportunity to put it on Centric like twice, right? And I said no because uh, because the money wasn't you know what I mean right. what I needed to produce the version of the show that I Which wanted to produce. Okay. And so I was like no. I told him no. He came back again. I was like he gave offered a little more money, and I was like no, nah, I can't do it. And I honestly think that <clears throat> me saying no to him twice for this smaller project is the thing that opened up the door for him to invite me in to create and produce this the two-hour comedy special that mm. we did as a part of Soul Train Weekend, which right. was aired on Centric and BT, the Centric Comedy All-Stars. Right, brand. right. Right, yeah, so. because I, I know uh, when I when I first saw the Centric, well, I knew you were involved with that, so I was like, okay, are they, are they attempting let me, to let recreate? Hold on, hold on. Let me, just, let me just be clear. Not involved. Like, right, created by, executive produced by, like, from scratch. Like, everything you saw on the show from the set, the Mm -hmm. talent, everything. And I wasn't saying that as as a... No, 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 I know you wasn't, but I just want the listeners to be clear that, yo, my hustle, my my comedy hustle is, like, I consider myself the comedy concierge right Right. now because there's no parts of this comedy thing that I don't touch. I still do it. I produce it. And now I'm directing it. And so, like, yeah. Right, you just did Rail's special. uh, Yeah, yeah, it's like, Lil Rail, this is a blessing uh, that... I believe in doing good business. I believe in being transparent. I believe in being fair mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so when you do right by people, mm-hmm. like Lorel was a case of when we did the Central Comedy All-Stars thing, I think the second year, mm-hmm. I wanted him on the show. Okay. Right? I wanted him on the show bad. Right. And so, you know, the process as a producer is that I have to submit a list of names to the network. And then, you know, they look at those names and determine, oh, here's somebody we want, here's some we don't know this person, or this person isn't that funny, this person is too raunchy. And then, so because... I have a, was dealing directly with the president. Like, it was a very one-on-one relationship. Like, he would come back, and I don't know about this person. And so, long story short, I literally had to fight for Rail to be on the show. Dig it, dig it. And at one point, the dude said no. He said no twice. Mm-hmm. And then we kept going back and forth. And so I had to submit, resubmit my list of names again. And I put Lil Rail's name back on the list. Right. So the president of the network called me directly. He's like, yo, man, what the fuck is going on? He's mm-hmm. like, yo, why is this guy's name still on the list? I was like, yo, because I told you. And he's like, you know what, at this point, I just got to trust you. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And so because I fought hard and tough for real, I got him on the show. And when I fought for him, got him on the show, he was one of the standouts. He was one of the people after we taped it. He was like, oh, this dude's funny. Right, right, right. I was like, I told you he's funny. Right. And so because I fought for him. that, that it's, you're happy... You're happy that you stuck to your gun. You're happy that Rail did his job yep. and, and proved your point. Absolutely. But it's so frustrating that, that you have to go through that, that process. That you got to go through that because, and you're like, but this you is hired, my this concept. Was just, you, hired, you hired me, me to this? do this, right, and now right. you're challenging me on right. the shit that I'm telling you. Right. So, 
Uh, because I fought for him when um, they came back and Comedy Central gave him a one-hour special and Kevin was producing it through his company. Right. And they asked Rel, who do you right. want to direct it? Rel called me. It's like, yo, man, I want you to direct this special. And so it's kind of funny, though, because... You know, when he said, I want you to direct, I was like, all right, cool, let's do this. He's uh-huh. like, well, you know, I got some other names that I submitted, like Keenan and uh, uh, who else? Spike Lee. Yeah, so. <laughs> no, it was like, I was like, it was Keenan, Chris Spencer, and Robert Townsend, and I think Ali Leroy. And so all of them motherfuckers must have been busy. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? It's right. like, hey, hey, whatever it takes. But no, but I know, yeah. honestly, at the end of the day, however it happened, it happened. That's good company to be in. Yo, know? no, 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 word is bond. That's great word. company to be in. Um, but, yo, I was like determined to blow that shit out, right? Right, right, right. And so my guy, Rich Schlansker, shout out to Rich Schlansker, who is the actual director who directed all the other um who directed all the other specials that I did. Okay. So the stand up for family stuff, okay. Rich Lansker right. directed. Um Centric Comedy All Stars, he directed. I produced all the stuff. And so that's you know, I mean we just created right. a partnership. Okay, so when cool. I told him that, you know, I was gonna get the opportunity to direct this little Ralph special, he was right. like let me know what you need. And I was like, my first time going in directing something for Kevin's company for Comedy Central, I was like I want to make sure that I protect myself. Right. So I said, Rich, I want you to come to Chicago with me and back me up. Okay. And okay. so long story short, you know what I mean, uh, I pulled him in and said, I, I got to have this dude co-direct with me. Okay. And we, like, yo, we beat this Low Rail special up. And that's, you know what, that also, I mean, you just spoke about a lot of things um, that, that, you know, heads should pay attention to, especially, like, I uh, a lot of a lot of the listeners uh, to this podcast are a lot of newer comics, and so the, the whole idea of the... Newer the, comics, get your, get your swag up. Well, Write hard, hustle hard, but, you know what I mean, expand your game. It's like, this is the thing. You know, just I got 20 years under my belt easily as a stand-up. It's right. more than 20, but, you know yeah. what I mean, that's the milestone. Right. And so many people, they see me, they recognize me, and they go, how come I don't see you doing stand-up? Mm-hmm. And I tell them, I say, you do see me doing stand-up. I'm just doing it differently. Right, right. You got to look at the credits. Right. And so I'm not going away. And honestly, I've learned more about stand-up comedy producing and directing right. it because you have to watch it with a different yo, man, uh, different eye yo mm-hmm. I, you got to see it completely differently and um young comics be professional be courteous be on time on time is the new late show up early right right well chris rock's dad used to say it there's no such thing as 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 early you're on time or late yeah you know absolutely and, and my so my my point um with saying that was uh was a lot of that, and you'll you'll hear this, you know, on on my podcast and probably a lot of other podcasts. Um, but mine is the one that makes the most sense to hear from. Absolutely, and, and yours, is that your relationships? You just you just you just explained your relationship um, and professionalism, um, and you fighting for little rail. So the relationship of uh, with you and Rel came back full circle. Absolutely, your relationship with with Kevin came full circle for him. So to, here's the here's trust, the Kevin thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Kevin of it all is that I've I've known Kevin for a long time. Right. You know what I mean? We right. all when he was the best. When we, yeah, yeah. When it's my fucking <laughs> when my fucking Kevin. <laughs> Kevin was the sixth grader. You know right, what I mean? Right, when we right, were in tenth right, and eleventh grade. Right. right. And he's like, ah, hey, hey, little buddy. You right, know what I mean? He's right. like, hey, little buddy. Pat him on the yeah, head. Hey, little buddy. <laughs> and. uh and you know, the motherfucker just caught fire. Right. I mean, you fire! could listen, man. You know, we have our friends, right? And uh, and Kevin is a, is our friend, 
Right. And he's just he just happened to catch fire. Right. But he's still Kev, and I love 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 the love Kev dearly. Right. And I'll tell you why because Kev caught fire, and I watched like you know him and Chris Spencer go off to do real uh, husbands of mm-hmm. Hollywood, mm-hmm. and you know he goes off and he's doing these films, and sometimes you sit back, relax, and you go, man. You know, you you want to make the phone call. You say, oh, how come I didn't get the call for this? And mm-hmm. for me, I'll be very candid and say that I just felt a little some kind of way like, oh, I should. these are my friends. I should be getting a call right. for some right. of this right. shit. I, I, right? I, I, and I, nothing, right? Well, you know what's worse than that? Your wife saying that all that. Because, oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. for all oh, those yeah, that yeah, don't yeah. know, oh, my if God. you when you're in it, your your wife and as long as you you've been with your wife how long how long like not oh, just no, married no, but yo, yeah we've been together for twenty yeah so twenty you remember so saying, seeing my yeah. wife around my wife would come pick up comics for me when I was exactly. doing my rooms in Jersey exactly in New York. so when your when your wife your wisdom is is with you she they've seen everybody come up come down listen they they've seen that's what they've I'm saying they're like, with you my wife april right shout out um, to april shout out to april because like when we hooked up i was doing a room in jersey mm-hmm. and i didn't have a car she would be out with me at two three in the two three in the morning right. hanging up posters right. doing like so chicks be coming at me like yo what's the deal it's like yo i'm not ever leaving my wife right. you crazy exactly i don't lead a wife <laughs> right. you, don't, you right. weren't there when right. like my you oldest <laughs> son joey is 29 now i've been like we've been together for 21 years now right. that i think about it right. but Yo, he was eight years old in the back of the whip. Sweet. Right, right, we right. yeah, man. So she would go pick up, you know me, you remember, I used to be hustling. I would yeah, have yeah. a briefcase I'm a, I'm a, shows I'm a, together. Man, I'm but going, I'm saying, go April back. would go pick up comedians. Right. Like, April is going to pick up damn near everybody. Right. Like, like cats like Mike up to see April right. and go, hey, you know what I mean? Hey, like, why she still take, on, girl? Yeah, it's yeah. like, because she used to go pick these Negroes right. up when they was broken and have right. no money. Right. And we would feed them. Right. And then when I started doing shows in Germany out the out the country, right. April would hold down my room, so she had the money. She would have to right. pay comedians. Right. So, so she's associate producer credit so as well. So to your to oh absolutely. So but don't yeah, say so, that on the air. Right, right. That could get legal. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but to your point, yes, yeah. we have these um convos, these and, and spouses that have been there yeah. that have seen. You know what I mean? And so the dynamics and the relationships and people growing, they go, yeah. wait, that's the guy that you took care of. Right. You fed so him. so how, come? how come he's not? Yeah. And and here's here's what else. Your your wife, like we when you're in the, the industry, you wind up with just just if you survive it, you wind up with a thicker skin. So things don't affect you the same way they affect them. Oh, so absolutely. So whereas you'll say to yourself, Oh, well, you know what? You know what? Maybe they'll. I'll, I'll get that call when it's time. Your 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 wife is like they're on the list. Yeah, they no, wind up t- on t- the when list. When it's time, this, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they like time. the time. It should have been time now. Yeah, the time is yesterday. All that waiting shit. Right, right. So so go ahead. So uh, so so Kev came in when it, because he paid for it. Mm-hmm. God bless him. He wanted to come see how they were spending his money. Right, and actually got to see me directing okay. the special that he paid for. Okay, and the next day he shot me a message. Saying, you know, yo, great job last night. Yo, I'm going to tell you, it's crazy. I didn't even have Kevin's number saved on right. my phone, right? right? So I'm like, who the fuck is this? Right. He's like, Kev. I was like, oh, hey, hey, Kev. <laughs> yeah, it was a great job. Good times. Right. Good times. Right. So, um, no, so when he watched me direct it, he's like, yo, great job. Let's, you know what I mean, let's sit down and talk, you know, because I got some stuff that I want to do. I was like, cool, I got some stuff I want to do. And I'm, you know, we I pitched him some stuff, and he told me some stuff he was going to do. And so now we got... 
I don't like to get into right, shit no, no. and tell it. You just airs, you got you got yeah. things. Uh, I just tell I'm not mad, right? Yeah. Now. You know well, what I mean? You're smiling. It, you're I'm smiling, smiling right now. Yeah, so yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's, it's, it's funny how when you just stay in your lane, uh-huh. because here's the thing. It's like I could have stepped out my lane and called Chris or called whoever, like, yo, could you put me on your thing? Right. And I wouldn't have been in my lane. It's right. like, yo. And then you would have been this, a, yo, an underling, I'm and that's a, not under, true. I'm on yeah. somebody, I'm in somebody else's vehicle. But the right. fact that I stayed the course and just um uh just kept building my own lane, right. producing, right. creating, right. building, producing, creating, opened up the opportunity to direct right. and now that allowed Kev to see me in my lane right. and now you know what I mean? he's like yeah. yo I'm gonna ride with you in this lane boom. ain't nobody else in it boom exactly and and once again relationships man I, I you know heads don't understand how how important you know ha- maintaining uh, a sense of yourself and, and your your integrity and and your work ethic um, and having those relationships to where that people because this industry survives and thrives off of relationships people don't understand that if if you rub people the right way people want that want that around them you know and and a great obviously a great uh 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 you know, uh, catalog of work. Yeah, your body and, of you know, work. Your body of work itself. speaks for itself. But there's if if you, your body of work speaks for itself, but uh, but you rub people the wrong way, people go when when it's time to hire you, people are gonna be like, let me tell you ah, something. You know what? Let me tell you something. You say you have young comics listening to your show. Right. Um, you talk about your body of work. This is the great thing. Is like you can't be there to represent yourself all the time. Right. And you don't know who's trying to look, you know, who's watching right. and who. So I'll go back for a second to the mixtape comedy show. This is another example of mm-hmm. this. Um, because in the third year of the show, Anthony transitioned away from Law and Order because it was canceled. Right. Came right. back to, you know what I mean? <laughs> I love, when you started saying that, I was like, well, transition in yeah, that. Yeah, it was canceled. Right. Like, all right. So... So it like it got a little funky between me and Anthony because he was now in L.A. Oh, and right, couldn't come right. back and forth to New York right. as easily. So, um, so basically, you know, I was like, "Yo, Ant, I got it." You know what I mean? Basically, like, right. "Yo, go do you," because we can't keep going back and forth. You there right. one month, you not there. Right. And it got a little funky between us. I'll say that very candidly, okay. but it forced me into a space where I had to go look. You, you know what I mean? Really, you created the show. For yourself, right. you went and grabbed Anthony because you know what I mean. You get the attention, to put a, yeah, yeah. But truth be told, it was about you. Right. So what you gonna do? And I struggled with that right. because I just didn't know whether I had enough star power. I didn't know if I have enough energy. I didn't know. And out of the blue, I get a call from Chris Rock. Oh, dig it. Right. Yeah. And Chris told me he's like, "Yo, you got you like this business wants to be in business with stars." So he's like, "Yo, be the star." Right. It's like, "Yo," I, and it was a block number, and I'm driving. It's like, "Yo, I don't even know who it is." Like, and I don't usually answer right. block me, numbers, me either, but right. I was so broke at the time. I was like, "Let me just take." Yeah. I don't, if it's a bill it, collector, it maybe I right. convinced them to give me some money. <laughs> right. So I pull up. You know, I answer and it's Chris. I was like, "Yo," Arr! I was like, "Pull Yo, over. Roy, what's up?" Yo, I take this like and just listen to him, but. It just was a surprise to me that Chris was even paying, attention. paying that much right. attention right. that he would call me out of the blue mm-hmm. and be spot on. That's the thing I'll say about Chris is like, yo, he literally is a big brother in this, this business. Yeah. And it, it blew me away that he was he's on social media the right. way he's on social yeah. media and legitimately on social media and reaching out. And I remember mm-hmm. the first time, I'll say this on, on the air, I remember the first time. I saw Chris respond 
to a Chris Spencer mm-hmm. um, post. Okay. And yo, I got mad jealous, yo. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> yo, I got mad jealous. That's funny. Yo, I was like, yo, I got mad jealous. That's like funny. a little bitch, yo. Yeah. But but because like you said, Chris Chris has been, you know, he like like if if, if Kev was in sixth grade and Sydney was seventh and, and yeah. we were we were in twelfth, Chris Chris was in, in the uh Ivy League. Yeah, he know? Ivy League. Yeah, he, he got it. He's in the pros. You know, he's in the know, pros. He's in the pros. You but know? I met Chris a long, long time ago and it's like I just felt in that moment it's like Damn, that's it. Always makes me feel shitty about having moved away from New York to L.A. Mm-hmm. Because you know, when you're in the city, then you're running around. You in the clubs. And you at the cellar. You, other, you yeah. yeah. So like, I just felt like I missed the opportunity to be really connected to a lot of these guys that I look up to and respect. Right, right. And so you know, you out here and you get the opportunities. Like, oh, at least he's on social media. Mm-hmm. But this motherfucker. Comment on damn Chris Spencer whack ass shitty ass thread. <laughs> Fuck that Chris Spencer dude. But you know what I mean. So it's like nah. And then then you know I put up some shit and Chris chimed in. I, was, I felt all better. So so it. let me ask. Did Chris has called you? Rock Rock calls you. Is it um t- to be in business or just to to no it's just some insight some, pure, some just pure insight and encouragement Boy. and that's that's dope man because you don't you don't hear about that enough. You don't hear about. Uh, you know, I like I'm getting goosebumps. I love hearing just somebody. He didn't call you on some business. He didn't call on some yo Royale. I got this thing. He just called on some yo. That's 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 my little brother. Yo, man, I gotta, it's like that I, shit yeah. was so fucking. That's out dope. Of, I couldn't. Even, I had to after I hung up. I just had to sit there for right, a second right. and take it all in. Right, you got a little misty eyed. Uh, no, <laughs> just like uh. <laughs> Nah, but it, was you, real. it was real though. You, you know, know what I mean? so, that's why I respect him. So so taking it back, right? Um, and I have a real quick with the uh with with mixtape comedy, the funniest one of the funniest <laughs> you probably remember this night but didn't see this happen. So one night, it, it wasn't that first night, it might have been the anniversary, Tracy Morgan came through, right? Yeah, of course. Boom. So Tracy comes through. Now, Anthony- I'm always nervous when Tracy- Because you don't know- you don't, He's you don't so- know, you It's don't like, know yo, you, you, can tell him, you can tell him what you need, Yeah. but that don't mean you're going to get it. You're going to- I'm going to pop when I'm ready to yeah. pop, right? Yeah. So let me can I tell you a yeah, Tracy okay, story okay, before yeah, you yeah. tell? No, no, hold okay. yours though. I got my story. But just just because I'm on your podcast, yeah. don't you share. Know, share. Help, there's a couple of things. Like I love Tracy to yeah, death. Everybody, just does. because yeah. he's Tracy, yeah. right? And I had a little bit of an issue with him one time because you know when I moved from from New York to LA, uh-huh. you know I had my apartment in Brooklyn. Donnell Rollins was my roommate, right? Like Donnell came up from DC right. after me. I put him in my spot, and so. Oh, this was, matter of fact, this was before we had, so we lived in a brownstone. I remember. Okay. I lived on the top floor. Is that I got Portland? You were on Portland? Oh, no, I was on Cumberland. Cumberland, okay. So uh, I lived on the top floor first by myself. Right. But Reggie McFadden actually bequeathed the spot to me. Right, right. Hold on real quick. And just, it just What I dug about uh, this space was I was like, yo, that's like the comedy condo. Yo, because so many cats, Red Grant, I think. Was, yo, that's yeah. where, but see, this is the point I'm getting right. to. Okay. So I, my when I had it by myself, uh-huh. I would like gently let cats come in because my shit was fly. Right. Donnell starts coming up, uh-huh. and he invites the knucklehead element in. It's, <laughs> I don't smoke, I don't drink. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Right. But Donnell is like, nigga, this is what we do. So on, then everybody right. said, you know, all the smokers, every. Right. So, like, I'm out of town one time, yo, and he has Tracy, uh, like, I think Joe Claire, Red Grant, uh, Bill Hill. Yo, they, oh, yo, wow. they trashed my spot. Yeah, wow. 
Like they told me the next morning, Tracy, his car got towed. Josh talking to Joe Claire. He's like, Tracy is running down the street chasing the tow truck driver. Right, right. And so I had a little bit of an issue with Tracy after. I was like, yo, man, you was at my spot. You let them. And then, like, I had some shit come up missing. Hmm. So then cut to a few years later, me and Tracy talked about it. He's like, yo, Papa, it's all good. You know what I mean? So right. we squashed that. But then he was performing at one of these clubs in New York. And right. so I was like, oh, Tracy's doing a spot. Let me go see him. Right. Yo, man, Tracy is on stage. This dude sticks his finger in his butt. And puts it in this chick's face <laughs> and says, I will never forget this. Yo, he said, I made you smell my doo-doo finger. Yo, I was like, what the fuck is going on, Tracy? Yo, I was like, I was pissed. I was like, yo, I was seriously like, Tracy, I wanted to choke the shit out of Tracy more. So this is pre- um, What's the shit? What's the show? SNL? 30 Rock. 30 Rock. No, no, no. Okay. This post. This is SNL. post. This is like a little post SNL ish. Okay. After his. Because sitcom? the funny thing is, me and Tracy went and uh, tested for SNL the same day. Okay. 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 But I got built to last. I mean, they were, I right. was NBC, so right. I had a sitcom right. so you, in the works. Right. So like they just brought me through, but it was post that Tracy, I think, was off in, in between and mm-hmm. just was up doing random spots. Right. But I was like, yo, I was so fucking annoyed with Tracy with about that shit. It's like, like, come on, man, you can't be sticking finger. your finger in your <laughs> butt and putting it in people's face. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Go back to it. There's oh, so many man. things. Every so time you many think stories. you can't get a Tracy Morgan story that outdoes the last yo, one. I, I made her smell my doodle finger. I made her smell that doodle finger. She had fecal matters on her nose. Yo, this is like, yo, man, you can't You do can't this. do that. So, all right, so back to my joy. So uh, we're at Mixtape. I I feel part of the family because I was there for the first one, I, and you invited me back for the next, for the uh, one-year anniversary. So um, Tracy shows up. Uh, and Tracy decided he wanted to go on before, uh, first, he wanted to get on, get out of there, even though he hung out a little longer. And you know, comics, we we hate we hate when some when when you're on on the lineup, and you're going a certain slot like like number yeah. three, and then yeah, somebody's like, moved. and then you get bumped. Yeah. However, I've also been in it long enough to know. Someone's star status uh, can trump. It's, yeah, it's, it's you know, it, it's, it's just a rite of passage. Yeah, it's a rite of passage. So, and Tracy was a senior SNO cast member to me, so I, I didn't trip. What bugged me was Anthony didn't know me like that, right? Right. right. So I'll never forget this. So Anthony, uh, he he mentions he's like, oh Tracy Moore, damn. He's like, oh wow, you got you got going after Tracy Morgan. So I'm like, yeah, man. He's like, he's like, well, I, you know. He's like, you know, I hope I hope you can follow it. And and when he yeah, said yeah, that, yeah, 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 he don't. I was like, wait, yeah, you don't know who I am. I was like, you don't I, know what I do. So I, I give him the spot cockeyed. Yeah. I'm like, I was like, oh word. He's like, he was like, dog. He's like, you see what Tracy's doing. I was like, oh okay. I was like, look, Denzel. Okay, Anthony don't okay. know. Yeah, and so and so I was like, I'm a um. I said, okay, I'll uh. I said. I'm gonna go up there and do do him. He's yeah, like, what you, you gonna Tracy? do? I said I'm going to do I'm going to do Tracy as good if not better than he does. Then Tracy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And because and you know you know we I'm a little silent to set like I lay in my cut. I don't I got yeah, but nobody. But if somebody, thing. yeah, yeah, that's the if somebody thing. uh you know 
They were on test. You're like, yeah, if you okay, want to test, now, yeah, now, you can. Now, I, got this. now I gotta pull out the pistol, yeah, yeah. you know. And so it was, it was funny, uh, cause I, I did like I, I, I whatever show I was going I to do, remember. I, I remember, I remember. Yeah, to, you was like, yeah, 12. let me put up, let me put yeah, it all the way yeah. on him. Yeah, you know. Uh, so that was funny, but get this bitch all yeah, yeah, the dick. Give, give, <laughs> 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 Who had that joke? Ricky Harris. You remember? <laughs> oh, you want? Oh, you want uh, the you big want the dick? dick. Yeah. Let me go get the, the big, big dick. dick. <laughs> so, um, so boom. So let's even rewind, man. Um, how did how you you were in the Marines? You, I was in the. Uh, see, that's another. That's you. Yes. you uh, you know, we sh- we shared uh, so many things that, in common. That, that we military. both soldiers. We had a military. Whoa, background. whoa, whoa! I, you was a soldier. I was a United States Marine. There, there I don't, you go. You can't get it twisted. <laughs> Do not call a United States Marine a soldier. I'm a United States he was Marine. A United States I, Marine. I have been in foreign territory. Yes, I have yes. served in hostile situations. Yes, yes. I have been in a situation where I thought I was going to lose my life and said my last prayer. Right. I, I have pulled it. a rifle, an M16, uh-huh. on another motherfucker. An yeah, M16 Pointed it rifle. at his head right. and said, motherfucker, I will blow your fucking head off right. for this bullshit right, right. now. So yeah, who 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 uh who was uh like what what I've never heard this story. So. You don't know the story. No. Okay, yeah. nobody a lot nobody. Yeah, that's story. that's the so what happened protocol. was I was in my third year of college and at the University of the District of Columbia. Okay, and was in the Marine Corps Reserve. Okay, I'm in college getting it, homie. Right, right. I'm like you know, barely studying, right. gambling, right. Got getting, that GI getting, Bill though. Getting that veg, right, and. Um, getting that hashtag I'm getting that badge. <laughs> Yo, my brother worked at the school as okay. an engineer, so I had like the keys to his office. Okay. Homie. Oh yeah, it went down. Homie. <laughs> yo, I'm murdering chicks, yeah, yo. Yeah. Like, oh no, my brother got the key come through the office. All, all them young BSU chicks. Oh man. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um so yeah, my third year, uh little little thing called Desert Shield, yeah, Desert, Desert Storm popped yeah. off. And, uh, That's when I had just joined. I son, I came out of basic because you know when you're in boot camp, you have no access to the no outside world. You don't have you, no info. You, you, yeah, they got to keep you closed right. off. Keep you closed off. So I get out. I, I did. Uh, I was I was in school as well, so I did split up. So when I get out and I'm headed back home, the first newspaper says <laughs> Operation yeah. Desert Shield is now Desert Storm. I'm like, it's look, elevated. I'm like, whoa, wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I didn't. I just needed some book money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That no, need no war. Like that. Right, right. Um, so they was like, yo, we need, they, I guess they sat back and said, you know what could end all this shit if we just get one really bad motherfucker. Right. Right. And that's when they came looking for me. Right. You know? <laughs> I'm in school like, yeah, get bitches, get money, get college shows, get, get money, get badge. <laughs> and it's like, hey, hey, come on, come on, get your shit. And I was like, me? <laughs> yeah, you. Your voice went that high? Yeah, it went way high. I was like, shit. No, seriously, I was like. Fuck! Of course. Pulled me out. I had to go over there. I was over there for like 11 months or something. What semester shit. were you in that that uh, they pulled you out in? Was this the beginning of the semester? I don't remember. Okay. It was, I just remember okay. it was my third year. Okay. It was the vagina semester. Yeah, That's right. what semester it was. <laughs> V101. Yeah, it was V1. <laughs> right. So I go over there and... Well, you know, when you were a reservist, you were in college, man, this race dynamic is really nasty because you mm-hmm. had all of these white dudes that was full-time Marines that was from, like, the Midwest, and mm-hmm. they hate reservists, first mm-hmm. of right, all. Right, And then you add black reservists, and their brain is like, oh, this motherfucker thinks he's smarter than me, thinks he's right, better than me. Right, And so they just put you through a whole bunch of shit. And for me, at, like, 20, 21 years old, 
fighting against this unknown enemy that's out there that you don't know what it is. And I mean, motherfuckers are getting popped and, you know, you got to run out to the helicopter and right. pull bodies off of right. and you carrying body parts. And, you know, motherfucking Iraqis is coming into these hospitals and blowing themselves up right. like shit is real. Right. Like I've seen, you know, yeah. the real, real shit. Right. And um, and so this dude, Fike. <laughs> Lance Corporal Fike or some shit. Fucking one of my boys that came from my unit in DC is like mm-hmm. one of these, you know, Bible toting dudes, the mm-hmm. Lord this, the Lord that. And he wasn't as rah rah as I am. Mm-hmm. But they called for us to come out and and get in the formation and this dude, uh, Fike decided he was gonna try to hide in our tent. I was, you know, in the engineer's tent. Okay. And he wasn't gonna come out, so he tried to hide and the dude would, my boy, he told on him. He's like, yo, fight, come from under that rack. Oh, right. And so the dude fight just, that shit pissed him the fuck off. Mm-hmm. So he came out of the fucking tent and was talking shit. He's like, fucking Wood, this and Is he I white or black? Wood fight. is, my boy's black. Wood is black. No, yeah, I knew that. Fight is white. Fight oh, this dude. I figured fight was He's okay. not just white. He's KKK white. Oh, Seriously, dang, he's dang. one of them dudes. So he's like, man, fuck Wood up this and that, that. And I just like, at that point, man, I was like, I said, you ain't going to do shit to him. He's like, man, no, fuck that. You, he shouldn't be running his mouth, and I'm going to smack this shit out of him. I was like, you ain't going to do shit. I said, if you want to do something, do something. He's like, man, fuck you. I was like, Dig it. put that shit up to his right. head. I was like, I'll blow your motherfucking head off. Dig Yo, it. seriously, I lost it, yeah. and it was yeah. that moment where every like the whole world, when you pull a rifle on another motherfucking yeah, ring, like everything stop, it slows yeah. down, then it stops. Right. It's like, motherfuckers like, <laughs> yeah, you realize. You can hear everybody's heartbeat. Right. Motherfuckers like, okay, this is real yeah and then because it's just like the pressure of being over there and not it's right like it's all built up and i was like fuck i'm pointing a motherfucking loaded weapon and people people watching yo motherfuckers yeah like. so then slowly i lowered the shit and it's like oh shit what the fuck is happening right it's like i'm losing it right and so <clears throat> then this corporal this fucking puerto rican corporal from new york mm-hmm. afterwards tried to come over to me it's like yo what come be cool man you should do Hernandez. that yeah i don't i can't remember his name <laughs> the uh, the Z. something something easy <laughs> right and uh and so yeah i was so gone mm-hmm. that i told him and he was he uh, he's a rank or two above me i think he may have been a sergeant or some shit right and i said man i said if you don't get the fuck out of my face i'm gonna fuck you up mm. take it Yo, after oh, that, there's like, yo, just leave him alone. Yo, seriously, there's like, leave that nigga alone. And scene. And so it took me like maybe, and then like I was like, oh my fucking, you gotta chill because you in this tent with these engineers, right. if these motherfuckers want off you, right? Yeah, we in right, the motherfucking yeah, foreign yeah, country. Right. If it was me, right? If the dude, if it was reversed and the motherfucker pulled the rifle on right. me and lowered it, I would have popped him. Yeah, you, you, yeah. I would have fucking, I would have fucking popped him. Right. And so what happened was eventually in the tent, motherfuckers is just like, yo, it's like, yo, they would come get shit, care packages and cookies and shit. And motherfuckers be coming over to me. Hey, watch you. You want to send me some cookies? You want some cookies? So you actually inadvertently uh, oh, earned yeah, some yeah. respect yo, no, over I, that. I was running the tent after dig that. It, motherfuckers dig it. like, don't fuck with that. Wow. Dude. Wow. So that's why I don't, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't share the stories and motherfuckers don't really know my background. But right, right, right. You know, but hey, now in the game, you gotta let people know. You gotta not let not a game. People, I let motherfuckers know yeah. I'm a sharpshooter. I don't, yeah. 
I don't, I don't brag and do none of that right. shit boast, but you right. know what I mean? I ain't no motherfucker to be played with. But it's, at the same but it's time. there. It's there. Now, uh, had had you already been performing when you joined yes. the Marines? You When did you start? When did you start? I started uh, when I was. I, listen, I always been perf- like talent shows and all of that right. shit, but like when I was 17, 18, uh-huh. um, you know, I was like in high school shows and all that shit. And then when I got to college, I was performing, but. Right after I graduated from high school, okay, I have an aunt that lives in Atlantic City that has some stores, and we'd always go up there for the summer, and me and my brothers would rotate going up there to work for my aunt. Okay. And so I was going to go into the Marine Corps, and I had to wait for my school. I was like an electrical engineer. Uh-huh. I studied engineering and all that shit, and so electricity and electrical engineering was my thing. But the school that I wanted, oh, was it going to boot camp, the cycle, some kind of way I ended up having to wait. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to go up to Atlantic City and hang out and wait right. for work for my aunt for a year. Okay. Went and did that, came back, went in, got through boot camp, and it's like, all right, cool, did that reserve go to college Mm -hmm. and now when i get to college i'm like you know i'm this comedian running around the city doing shows doing shit at my school blah 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 so but what what was uh what sparked your even though you'd always always been sort of a performer doing talent shows what was the what was the moment do you recall the moment or the the era that made you say i want to be a comedian that shit happened like yeah. When I was in the second grade, mm-hmm. it was me and my dude Richard Guy, mm-hmm. and we was the clowns in the second grade, right? Like, always. And so my teacher, Miss Blackburn, said, "You know what? If you guys would fucking calm down." So she actually five said minutes that. She's like, the class. "It wasn't at five minutes at the end of the class." She's like, "I'm gonna do this thing called the circus parade." Uh-huh. It's like where our class would dress up as circus and animals and shit, uh-huh. and per- go through the whole school through all the other classes as this parade of animals and circus like people. And so me and Richard guys like we want to be the clowns. That's all we want to do. Oh, and we got to do that shit, man. And you let a motherfucker just completely act an ass, yeah, yeah. running through Especially other. You know what I mean? Seven. Oh god, right. we we dancing and you know what I mean, <laughs> smacking people upside right, the head. Right. And it was in that back then. I knew I was like, this is something to making people yeah, laugh. Yeah. So it was it was spark back then, mm-hmm. and then like I said, through grade school, you know, I, I'm one of fourteen kids, man. Right, right. So I'm number eight, and I'm in the middle. And when you have that need for attention, yeah. and you can funnel it through performing and go get Royale, he gonna dance. I was right. always, <laughs> always doing Michael Jackson right. and in a talent show. My mother would make my outfits. You know, Ma- Michael Jackson. People don't realize how much Michael Jackson the helped influence. helped helped us because you always had. You not only had something to to emulate and, and perform, but I mean, he was full on costume, Yo, man. You know, Michael so, Jackson was yeah. an experience. He was exactly. like a part of the social fabric of inner cities across yeah, America. Man. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, you do Mike getting a talent show. Do your show? Michael and what? flip the leg and come on, man. Get it? Did you ever have a jerk curl? No, I didn't go that far. Yeah, I, I was, did. I, I know you did. I, you I know did. you did. I, I ain't go Freud. I was like, I'm a little dark skin, yeah, greasy monkey. I was like, greasy I need, ass. I need, I need with a disease. So I was like, beautiful. I need, oh, that's yeah. the beautiful part. Oh, is that, oh, that you could, you didn't have to be Mike out here. You, if you yeah. was Mike in your heart, Mike in your heart. If man. you was Mike in your heart, right. yeah, man, yeah. So, 
what's your your because I the first time obviously I think I remember seeing you was was Def Jam Def Comedy Jam Oof, my goodness. and uh, that's where it really all went yeah. zero to a hundred zero to a hundred how did uh where did Bob Sumner and, and crew see you Bob saw me in DC okay so Bob was scouting and going around shout out to Bob Sumner uh mm-hmm. talent producer producer Def Comedy Jam because right. he saw me in DC. And then invited me up to Jersey. To the Peppermint. Not even the Peppermint. Terminal See, this D? is the thing. Nope. Oh. Club 88. Oh, oh okay. Um, okay. <laughs> and so uh, I just, and it's in, it's funny because I just had Bill Bellamy on my podcast. Uh-huh. And I was telling him the show, um, uh, we, tell, we was talking about this story, and he thought it was the man too. And it's like, no, it's like, no, it was Club 88. Right. I remember everything. Right. right. Um, but yeah, he invited me up. I came and I did my thing, and like I had this bit. You, the gun. I bit. remember the gun. The, the gun listen, bit was the. Everybody back in the days had their their Def Jam closer or their Def Jam. Yeah, you had bit. that one bit, that signature that, bit, the signature bit that people be like, "Oh, that's the dude with that's the gun." That's the dude with the gun. That's and the dude so with the gun. when I, Bob saw me do that bit, and then I was talking about my family and talking about my mom and being one of fourteen kids. I guess he just saw like somebody with a different voice. Yeah, yeah. And so he hit like, me with the long bomb. Hit me with the long bomb, yeah. yo. That was like all of these fun stories yeah. that I had. And so, uh, but the gun bit was the one that yeah, made that was that was you know what I mean. That was like oh, because you were able, you did Def Jam a second time, and you were able to do it again. And it's and it killed yes, again. It's still, yes, it's like you can't. You and the motherfuckers was telling me, yo. Let me tell you. Let me tell you how crazy this gun bit was. It's like, yo, we went out on tour to do the Def Jam tour. Right. After like a year, I got tired. It's like, I don't want to do the bit anymore. Right. Like I was spray painting plastic guns from Toys R Us and putting them in my luggage. <laughs> right. and it's like, okay, at some point I have to outgrow this bit. It's right. like, they know the motherfucking right. joke, right? right? So we get to Miami and um, I don't have the gun. I didn't, I didn't bring it. I was like, I'm not doing the bit no more. Right. And so this dude saw me, he's like, oh, that's my man, that's the dude with the car. Right. right. You gonna do the bit tonight? He's like, nah, man, I'm not doing the bit. Like, I was, I was, think I was like more focused on doing the double Dutch bit at the okay. time. Okay. Okay. So that was my other, I was that like, was, oh, yeah. that's my other. That was just fun. That was just, was that, that was on your second Def Jam. I think that was my that second was closer. Yeah, that was second Boogie Nights yeah. and all of that. Boogie Nights, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'm not doing the gun bit. He's like, yo, man. He's like, listen. No, seriously, I'm not even joking. This <laughs> just dude looked this at me. This is just a stranger. This is just this some a, dude. This is a dude this that's a at, the show. at the show. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. He knows the promoter or something, but he's backstage, and he's like, yo, man, listen to me. He's like, if you don't do that gun bit, you're going to get booed. Oh, wow. I was like, bro. I said, I don't, I, I don't even have a gun. He's like, hold on. They could, oh! Oh, wait, they could carry down in Miami. Right. He's like, hold on. This dude went and got a gun. <laughs> This dude got a gun and like, and I'm holding. I was like, "Oh, yo, this a this a real." It's like a nine or something he had. You take the clip out at least, check the chamber. I cleared it, and made okay. sure it was clean. But right. yo, so I go out, I do the gun bit with his gun. Right, oh. they go crazy. After I come off stage, the police looking for me. Oh no! I'm not even lying. No. Q will tell you, security. They'll tell you. It's like, well, the where the Q. dude that had the gun? He's like, yo, get him out of here. Get him back to the hotel. Wow. So that that's how the strength of that. And like, explain to the people, y'all could. It's probably they can find it on, on YouTube. Bit. It might be hard to find that bit. Okay, so just explain the bit roughly what the bit was. So the bit here's the 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 fun part of the bit is that um, 
Because you would come out, Royale, very DC, very clean, DC. You know, come clean. Out, I would come blazer, out with slacks, a little blazer, blazer whatever. Pleated, you know. And the mislead in the bit was that I would say that I gotten beaten up in whatever town we is in. Right. But you guys look like a, a decent audience, and I hope we're not gonna have that problem tonight. And as I'm saying this, I'm taking my jacket off, right. and as I turn, the reveal is that there is a pistol in the right. small of my right. back. Right. Yo, let me tell you something. When I did it on Def Jam. Uh-huh. Yo, the resp- and I obviously I did it for you know for the auditions. I did it in right. you know in D.C. enough times ago. Oh, this is a bit that works, right? Right. So I know what to expect in terms mm-hmm. of reaction. Yo, and I did it on Def Jam. Mm-hmm. Yo, go back and look and look at the reaction mm-hmm. on my face when that crowd went bananas. I didn't think I could follow. Right. Right. My opening bit. I, I actually now as you said, I was a. I mean, we all. I was a student of Dev Jam, so I actually can see your face because you turned and, and Yo. looked at the audience, and I was like, and yeah, now that you say that, I, I was, I was like, thinking oh, that was part shit. of it. I didn't realize you were really. Yo, no, I was like, amazed, I was shocked, like, oh. yo, because I I've been used to getting one level of response, right? And yo, they went fucking crazy, right? Yeah, they went crazy. I was like, oh my god, what's going on? Yeah. Just oh shit! What's my next bit? Right, stall, <laughs> motherfuckers, uh, ride it. <laughs> right, right, right. Made right. it through, and it's like oh, that's and then all of the rappers. Like I'm gonna tell you what's insane. So to this day, if I see Snoop Dogg, he always shows me love. Oh, yeah, because we um after I did the bit on Def Jam, so that's when Suge had Snoop, Daz, Corrupt, uh, was Pac like, out yet? Pac wasn't rolling with them yet. Okay, uh, I got a funny Pac story too. Mm-hmm. Love him. Shout out to Pac. Rest in peace. Um, His birthday just passed. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I'm, it, you know, comes to me very strongly. Such a beautiful human spirit. Mm-hmm. But so they are at the Apollo. Okay. They Suge has them over there. They're going to perform at the Apollo, or was it the Apollo, the Apollo Comedy Hour? One of the two. They're mm-hmm. at the Apollo. Okay. And they see me, and they go. Like, yo, all these other people around, right. they see me, and it's like, yo, yo, that's the motherfucker with the gun. And that's 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 love right there. Yo, there's and no, once that's no, cemented, yeah, yeah. and to this day, every time I see Snoop, yo, what's he up, just, nephew? yo, yo, it's like, yo, what's up, Dev, yo, what's up, nephew, what's up, my man? It's like, from that day on, it's like, I don't care where I see him, it's like, yo, he makes sure he shows me right, love. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Right, that's, that's respect. What's, what's your Pac story? So, Pac, we was on tour, and uh, we were in was Charlotte, Def Jam North Carolina. Def Jam Tour. Def Jam yeah. Tour. Def Jam Tour is the most. Uh, let me tell you, to this day, Homie. I I wish, uh, I, I wanted to be on the Def Jam Tour so bad. <laughs> to this day, I was like, I just want to be on it just, yo, just one time because I heard the stories. Uh, <laughs> I, heard, I uh, heard so many Illmatic stories. Yo, at 22, 23 years old, yo, you're flying around the country yeah. first class. Yeah. You're on a tour bus with Bill Bellamy, right. with Reggie McFadden, with yeah. Adele Givens, right. and with Kit Capri and fucking Bernie, Bernie Mac. Mac. Yeah, man. Oh, my God, man. Jeez, don't start me. I could ball out <laughs> crying. Yeah, Bernie was... Uh, they all are special but human, Bernie, but yeah, Bernie, Bernie is a special such, human yeah, being, man. man. Yeah, yeah. Yo, man, oh, God. I miss him so much. Um, Whew, let me catch myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. yeah, nah, but I mean, I've, I've spoken about Bernie on this this podcast numerous times. And, Peep, only, only, um, only had maybe... 
te- I'm gonna say ten about, days worth talk of about uh, bitches and pussy right there because I swear <laughs> to God, I'm start bawling, crying. At all yeah, this man, dude. I ain't mean to. I mean, you know what? But uh, but people don't understand. Bernie man, was so yeah. real. The relationships yeah. are so real. Yeah, you, man. You yeah. build a relationship with these human beings, and they teach you so much. And Bernie was wisdom, and, and he, he was shared that dude, it. man. Oh and my god, so it. much love, yeah, man. man. He's just so much love. Yeah, there's 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 a lot of good people, but then I I always tell people always ask who are my who are my favorite hosts on SNL were, and, and you have your top five, and then I I'm like you know Bernie was something special. Real quick, I've said this before. Uh, when when guest hosts would come into SNL, yeah. They would they would on Mondays they would meet at Lawrence they would go into Lauren's office yeah. and then the entire cast and all the writers would file into Lauren's little office about the size of this studio. So you had motherfuckers in there. All these cats cramped of. in. You like all right, Tracy has he sits on the, the edge of the couch. Uh that's funny. Uh <laughs> Tracy sits on the edge of the couch. I had my little spot on the couch and I yeah. did, and everybody knew where they sat. Um only Three heads, of, three people stood at the door and greeted everyone as they walked in, and two of them were heads of state. You had jo- Senate, uh, Senator John McCain; he stood at the door, and each person that walked in, "Hey, how you doing? I'm I'm John McCain," and we know who it yeah, is. But course. I always thought that was classy. Yeah. Uh, 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 damn, Al, he ran for president. Uh, uh, Al Gore, Al Gore, Al Gore, Al Gore stood at the door and greeted everyone, and and, and the Mac man himself, and Bernie Mac, and I and I remember when I walked in, I I I remember smiling because I was like. That's that's classy. amazing. That's just classy, man. Classy, you know. And, and I told him because uh, Ali was with him. Ali Leroy yeah, was with course. him because shout he out was, to Ali uh, Leroy. Yeah, because uh, big up Ali. Uh, in the lands, you know, in yeah. the landscape <laughs> of uh, Ali, of, there's of a podcast. there's a beat poet. He is a it, beat poet yeah. uh, podcaster. Uh, He's gonna and, smile and, 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 and y'all make sure you check out uh, Alias Smith and Leroy. I also I shout out my friends. I shout out podcasts I've done. And I shout out the All Things Comedy. But Alias Smith and Leroy. I think awesome podcast along with yours that I'm I'm we gonna sort of kind of funny motherfuckers sort of kind of funny uh mother but that's was not sort of kind of funny all right you got clap sort of kind of funny because people would type that in that well, I'm sorry I don't know if I can shout out the but sort of kind of funny You'll... shout out shout out whoever yeah, yeah, you yeah. want man but um so Bernie uh came you know they they come to the office and you sit and pitch because I I think head of state just came out so okay. Ali was with him and I got to tell him hey man I met you. Eight months in, you know, six, eight months into my first year of comedy, and I just thanked him for being encouraging. I met him backstage, and and that's the type of dude he was, man. So, so the fact that that you get misty eyed sitting here thinking yeah, about, yeah, no, I was gonna have to borrow yeah, your shades I, I, for a second. I, I saw it, man, but down, I'm like, man, that's just... that's a, that shows how 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 much of an effect <sighs> he has, you know, years later after his, his passing. Yeah. You know, the dude dude was just a a force of nature, man. You know. Um, but go ahead. So you, y'all are on the tours. Yeah, we on the tour bus. We flying around the world, the country, and yeah. I say even you know out of the country for for a couple of right. dates. And I mean, it's just the most incredible time of your life as a twenty three, twenty four year old guy doing stand up. Def Comedy Jam. The, the, you know, while people liking the 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 beat, the, I liken Def Jam when it first popped to like when the Beatles first first happened, when the Jacksons yeah. first happened. Yeah, it was it was a it, it was a it's revolution. One of those that changed comedy. Yeah, man. you know Kevin is doing that right now. Right. I went to go see Kevin, and he's he's doing something that's changing comedy. Right. And so back then, you know, 
that Def Jam tour, man, just just was going out performing, going into these cities and doing, you know, you go in and you're supposed to do two shows and then you get, oh shit, now we're doing four shows right, and right. and um, and God, the freaking women were just all yeah. over the place, yeah. yo. I was, we was in um, <laughs> Joe Torre. We were in Boston one time and Joe Torre. I'm in my room afterwards, you know what I mean? Because I'm the young cat, and right. you know I'm innocent looking, right. and right. and my move had always, suit. yeah, I had on some slacks. <laughs> yeah, I, that slack. was my thing. It's like, yeah. yo, Bill Bellamy dressing up, yeah. Bernie dressing up, I'm dressing right. up. Fuck right. that, right? And so, my move always was, yo, don't be thirsty, right? Right. So right. chicks is like, oh, I'll come back to your room, and I don't. I was like, no, you can come back. I was like, I'm probably gonna go to sleep anyway. I don't, you know, right. I was like, I don't want, I'm not into, like, I'm not trying to do anything. Right. Well, let's right. just, even though you I, were, you were playing yo, cool. Yo, that's my whole you homie. Cool. Just yeah. lay in the bed, take a shower, right. lay in the bed, turn your back to him. It's like, I'm probably going to go to sleep. And they start squirming around over there. Yeah. You sleep. <laughs> not really. Well, what's why? What you got on your mind? Right. What, what you want to talk? Get some of this motherfucking long shot. <laughs> so. But Joe called me. We were in Boston. I'm in my room. He's like, Boop. yo, come get one of these bitches. <laughs> so, so I go down his room. It's these two chicks down there. Yo, honestly, man, I say hello. I'm courteous. It's like, yo, we can come back and hang out. We go up to the hotel. We're looking out. I don't think we said, like, two words after that. It's just chick got naked. just start smashing. <laughs> Just like that, another city we go, this chick's is like, I don't really want. I was like, no, come back. This chick is playing all coy and shit, gets back to my room, takes her dress off. She has no underwear on, no bra right, on. It's right. like, but she was coy. Go, yeah, go to work. <laughs> right, right. But that's it was fun, man. Learned a lot, yeah. grew a lot, grew yeah. up a lot. And that we was got the to time see the world. Got to see the world, got to every fucking stage, mid sized stage in this country I've right. been on. Right. I know. And uh, it was yeah, a what blessing. size theater? Y'all were doing what, like we 5,000 seaters? We were doing, we started off doing like three, 3,500 to four, 5,000, then it grew 5,000, 6,000 okay. seaters. And so somewhere between that, 3,500 to five, 6,000 right. seaters. In some cities, we went and played some larger venues. Um, but yeah, it was just, man, goodness gracious. Yeah, yeah. And then from that, now you're still you were living in DC when you first did that. No, nah, I was in New York. York I was in New York. Okay, okay. So you're in New York. Um, you 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 have the the comics the what what will become the comics condo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Got, got right. The apartment. Up, I up need one for Cumberland uh, between the Cowboy and Lafayette. I need one for Cumberland to go to two six them car services. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's uh because I two six two six two six because I remember now here's here's when it because uh, when did you get when, how and when did you get the deal um, to get your own show? So on the NBC, NBC deal. Yeah. So what happened was I went to uh, I went to Montreal in ninety ooh ninety six. Okay, just to do the festival. Right. Okay. So I'm gonna give you the whole story. Yeah. It's another one that. So I go to Montreal on July the eighteenth. Okay. To perform. It's funny you remember. I'm the same way. Like when life changes, you remember all the dates. Well, here's the times. thing. I'm gonna tell you why I this. I can't help but remember these dates. It was because I performed in Montreal. Went up there on July the 18th, mm-hmm. and to perform. And my second to the youngest brother had been killed in D.C. on July the 4th. Oh wow, wow. So, so it's like, fuck. You know what I mean? I was in Jersey. Uh, you know, at April's crib, I get the call like, 
like July third. He's at a club helping some of his friends. They have a band, and my brother is not doing anything but working. But some idiot fucking kids shoot up the place, and mm. my brother gets hit and and loses his life. And so I was like, fuck, you know what I mean? It's like, why do I have to deal with this shit? Right. And I go up to July, I mean, go up to the festival, and I was like, I don't even really want to be there. And right. I was like, fuck it, I just perform and give it what I can. And my fucking NBC, like, yo, we like this kid. We like the shit he's talking about. Warner Brothers is like, we like him too. And, like, at that time, back then in 96, like, the networks had a little bit of pressure on them because – it's like, yo, you guys don't have any black programming. Right, 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 right. And so it's yo, funny how that that, that happens cyclical. every couple it's of years. It's kind of cyclical, yeah. Yeah, yeah, in that way. Yeah. And so there's like, yo, that's our guy right there. Fuck it. They snatched me up. Warner Brothers, like, we're on board. They put together a deal immediately, and y'all, I had to go through that whole. Well, I'm I'm sorry because the reason I I look shocked is because this happened in '96 and the the summer games were yes. were that so they the, you were on the fast track I was on the fast motherfucking wow. track homie and so um, we put a show together mm-hmm. and you know put the shit on the air and and I thought you know two things happened one I felt like yo you just don't motherfuckers don't know what it's like the pressure right right being the lead. Of a fucking sitcom of a show with with on, veterans like Paul you know, Paul, Paul Winfield, yeah, Paul yeah. Winfield, Denise Douse, yeah. like, uh, Natalie Dizel, um, uh, Jeffrey Owens, who had been on the Cosby Show. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a lot yeah. of responsibility, yo. Right. And the the issue was that you know people didn't know what I was going through. Right. People like I just like just lost my Sibling, one of my yeah. brothers. Right. You know what I mean. And so you're trying to put this happy face on it, man, but it was just like the best of times and the worst of times right. ever. I, I can imagine. And so, you know, uh, it was great in some regards, but it was shitty in other regards. You mm-hmm. go from, you know, you're out uh, in action right. and cut and go in your room and fucking ball out, right. you know what I mean, trying to fucking find some level of comfort. And uh, nobody really knew. Nobody could understand, you right. know. And so that was the uh, that was a challenging part of that. And at the same time, not a quote. You you were in uh, Speed Two. Yeah, it was so much as like like so, you, that, that. I remember. I can't really even remember when Speed Speed Two happened before, after, kind of. So the um, the director for Speed Two was at the agency was at Gersh Jan okay. Bont. And so because I had all of this stuff bubbling, right. um, it's like, yo, we want to get you in this movie. I was like, we read the script. I was like, oh, my God, it'll be great. And so I met with Jan. I read for the film. Mm-hmm. And we kind of talked. And he's from a big family, too. Oh, I think okay. he's like one of 12 or 13. And we start talking oh, these so stories. And, yeah. yeah, and he's like, oh, Royal, I love this guy. And da, 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 you know. And so I fucked around and ended up in Speed 2, man. Yeah. And the movie... I thought it was a wonderful movie. It mm-hmm. did not, you know, do what they it expected. It was almost it impossible the, to live up to the, you know, the, to the first. One, it, I, exactly. You know. And so, but I will say this, man. It's just like the, it was exactly what I needed at the time because it allowed me to work right. while being away. Right. Yo, we lived on that ship for. Oh, wow. You know, while we were filming, we lived on the Seaborn Legend. It's five-star ship. Mm-hmm. So, like, I had room service every day right. and five-star food every day and, we were sailing around Cuba, and we stopped in Saint Martin's and uh, Saint Bart's, and mm-hmm. stopped in Saint Martin, and then ultimately Favorite landed right on Saint um, Saint Thomas, Saint Thomas. Uh, and was there for God knows how long filming, and 
yo, just going to these beaches and we're at the, this topless beach. And yes, yeah, so that was after Nana because I just needed that time. Right. And and it was just beautiful, man. I remember at one point, shout out to my man Joe D'Angerio because this older actor dude that knew kind of what I was going through. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, man, let's just go hang out. And we went to this beach. I can't remember this <laughs> the name of this beach. There's this topless beach Is in St. Bart's. Uh, now this was okay. in St. Bart's. And we're out just in the water and like the sun is setting and and I look at Joe and we just realize like, yo, I don't know if it's ever gonna get more perfect than right, this. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Right. There's just this time where it's like the water was calm. Was was like exact the yeah. the temperature was, yeah. you know what I mean, just perfect and this beautiful naked women on the beach. Right. The sun is like set on God, whatever right. that <laughs> setting is. And you know, it's like it was just to be there with another human being that recognized, right. you know what I mean, how fortunate we were yeah, and yeah. what the moment was. It's like, oh, thank you for allowing me to be oh, present in this moment. Right. You know? Right, right. Yeah, yeah, man. I uh, I remember... It was slightly gay, but... Okay, you know, I'm glad you said it. Okay, man. okay. But the slightly gay. Were y'all was, nude, too? No, we yeah, wasn't. Yeah, so then, then... No, it was I just... Yeah, I kid, fine. but... Uh, but I kid. No, I remember... Uh, I remember, I want to say, if it wasn't summer 96, it was fall 96. Boston Comedy Club, Sunday night. And it's just it was one of those moments, man. And and I'm I'm a I'm a newer comic in that. So you remember after Boston Comedy Club upstairs at Sunday nights, um, uh, downstairs a band would jam yeah, yeah, out yeah, yeah. and everyone would just go down there have yeah. drinks and hang out. So I remember that night, uh, you walked in. Uh, Tracy Morgan, he just he yeah. he'd been on SNL yep. for a year. Chappelle had the Nutty Professor, and there was one more, one more. I, there's, there was four, because uh, did Epps have anything going? I don't know time? if Mike was, but Mike was just bubbling in the clubs. Yeah. He was starting to kind of bubble. But there was one more person, person. man. So I remember, like, say, for instance, uh, um, whoever that first person was is sitting in there. Then... You walk in, like, and I remember, you know, because I'm, I'm watching out. So you walk in, and you see the, the whoever was uh, successful. Yeah, like, yo, yeah, Negroes that made it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So then, uh, then uh, Tracy, Tracy walks in. He's like, yo, what's up? So I'm like, he's like, yeah, we made it too. <laughs> and then Chappelle's like, I'm here too, yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember, and it, I'm getting goosebumps again. It was, a, it was a beautiful moment for me, cause it was. And it's funny. There was no, I've never been an envious cat because I always looked at it like, all right, that means it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. So, but I was, I remember watching that. I wasn't part of the moment, but I was kind of living vicariously through y'all in the moment because I was like, yo, they doing it. They like, we all off age no, it's, and it's these so... cats were all, all, you know, getting it, those big opportunities, big shots, man. I, I'll never forget that. Uh, it's, it's a, it was such a beautiful time back then, yeah. man. It's like, and it's for me, like when you talk about Chappelle. Like, you know, he's from my city. Right, I right. remember, like, I'm probably about two or three years older than right. Dave. Okay. And, yo, when Dave was 15, 16, he mm-hmm. needed cats to chaperone him up to New York right. because he was starting right. to come up and work. And so I was one of the cats that, you know, um, in college, and it's like, all right, come on, let's jump on the train together. Right. So I remember bringing Dave up, you know what I mean, right. on the train and oh, just wow, watching this dude 
grow into the right. animal that he was growing into right. uh was really exciting to watch and then because i was bringing him back and forth getting those little tastes and starting to become familiar with the city right that was one of the things that really allowed me to go okay let me start stepping on the gas a little right. bit right. but it's it's interesting it's this weird thing man where i've been doing stand-up for so long i just don't know not that i don't know my place but I just sometimes just the orientation of it all and what's going on. I've like fallen into this rhythm and, you know, I have a family. So it's just kind of what I do. So I don't have that thing where you had, you know, talking about, oh, here are these guys walking into the club. Mm-hmm. I had this interesting experience with uh, with who was? Oh, it was Don. Uh, it was uh, Jesus. Uh, Vladimir Camano and Damian Lemon. OK. Don Lemon. OK. Damien Lemon. So they're up. I'm, you know, when I go into the city to do my show, I stay on the Upper West Side. So I'm getting something, some soup or something. I'm walking down the street. I run into them. Right? Okay. So Vladimir, I like Vladimir. He's aggressive. Like, mm-hmm. yo, he's the cat that he'll hit you up on social media. He'll follow you. You know what I mean? Right, he right. He's like the ultimate uh, eighth, ninth grader. Right. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's like he's going to go to the practice and watch dudes right. shoot around. Right, right. But, you know, I mean, that's his spirit. That's his energy. So... When I see him, because we kind of connected, you know what I mean? He gives me a strong pound, pulls me in, gives me a hug, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, and then I go to give Damien a pound, right? right? And I'm like, first of all, you're a brother, right? Right, So I'm really going to pound you up. Yo, so yo, I give him a pound right here, here. So he give me this, and then I go in, and he hit me with the, like, yes. Yo, he hit me with the strong. Yeah, now we don't got a hug. Yeah, we don't hug. Right. So I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Right. So long story like, short. Remember the scene in in in, in Predator Dylan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Pushing too many pencils. So so he basically explained to me that yeah, he's like, yo, you gotta understand, like, yo, we young cats that have followed you and watched you do all of these things, right. and like you like the uncle in this game, and I don't as- want to assume. And then you know you got mixtape, and Kristen has come to see me. She didn't put, so I don't know. You know oh, what I mean? But it was like, it. oh, that's interesting. I was like, all of that shit is like, right. I just don't know. Right, right. I don't know. I'm just out here hustling and scrambling. Right. And honestly, there's a part of me like, first of all, none of that fucking matters to me. Right. Like at the end of the day, I'm just a we comedian man. out yeah, here, just we, fucking scrambling right. like everybody else, trying right. to make the next thing happen. Right, right. But you know. Truth be told, in hindsight, looking back on some of the stuff, like you see my name on the screen for Central Comedy All-Stars. It says executive producer Royale Walker. Right. You see my name on the screen for Stand Up For Fam. All this shit, it says producer, executive producer, created by. Right. I and see so I guess going. that shit has impact for yeah. some people, but at the end of the day, shit really doesn't mean anything right. to me outside of the fact that I have to use this as a tool to try to make the next thing happen. Right, so right. again, to the young comedians, yo, holler at me talking. You know what I mean? Let's right. figure out what we can do together because right. there's always something we can get done together. Right, right, right. And no, it makes sense. But I, but I also, because I know I know Damien uh, from from uh, working together on Guy Code and just the clubs. Right. And he's he's you know real cool, real real cool and funny dude. But so I I almost uh, understand. Well, I do understand, but he was almost paying you a certain amount of respect. No, that's that's what it yeah, is. It's, you it's, know, because I, I uh, which I appreciate because so often a lot of newer cats don't understand the quote unquote the protocol. Absolutely, you know uh, that you follow back back when you were coming up. 
If you saw Chris Rock, Damon, Chris Rock, you would just yo, what's up, you know? You'd be like, hey, what's up, man? If they if they knew you, that made your day. Let me tell you something. I'm the. I say this. I'll say it for as long as I live. I'm the biggest Damon Wayans fan ever. Yo, I don't. I don't think Damon Wayans gets gets the. In 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 the landscape yes. of stand up comics that were brilliant over the last twenty thirty years, yes. um, I don't think people realize recognized. he gets the his his just do man his first HBO special and Oof. then Damon Wayne's last stand and even the one he did at Bam in uh, Brooklyn I think yes, that was I remember the, that one as well yo. All of Damon Wayans, those at least those first three men, Yo, man. still hold up. Yo, I watched man. I watched the first HBO joint within the last year, and I was like, "This is Damon classic is that material, dude. B." Damon's that dude, man. He's like he um. So uh, I'll give you two quick stories with Damon. So like I went to go see him at Constitution Hall. Uh-huh. I know Chris Spencer will tell he Chris Spencer introduced me to Damon Wayans at the Laugh Factory. Uh-huh. And he was like, yo, I'm going to introduce you to your biggest fan. And I'm not lying. This dude literally knows every one of your bits. And, you know, Damon's just so fucking cool. He's a cool dude, man. This nigga is the epitome of fucking cool, right? And and so, all right, it's like, cool. Got the connect there. And uh, what happened? Oh, so I'm at the improv one night. And and he, Damon would come in years ago. And you know it's fucking Damon when right. motherfucker come up he gonna go on right. he's basically next right. right and so after getting bumped from him enough times you just respect it you know like, all right even if you get bumped you just sit in the back of the room and watch him and that's learn. fucking it right. learn that's exciting and I remember he came in one time and I was up next and I saw him, I was like fuck you're about to get bumped <laughs> and he went over to the to the showroom manager and said who's next and so the showroom manager said Royale and I knew what was going on right. right? And so it's that thing where you kind of trying to pay attention and listen a little right, bit. Right. And so Damon said, let him go on. Oh, okay. That was nice of him. And so, I, yeah, it was fucking nice yeah. of him. I was like, yeah, so motherfucker, let but me go But now you, f- do, do you feel hell, pressure? I know, because hell yeah. This is your, your iconic your man hero. is there. Right. Your motherfucking man right. is standing there watching you. Do you have the gun? No, nah, that's, that's I know. always <laughs> past the gun shit. But he watched me, and I was doing this bit about my mother selling Avon, oh. and but all her shit was like references to selling dope. You know what I mean? Oh, She's like, funny. "Oh, you want some skin cell soft? What you want? A, um, a quarter pound or a key?" And so when I came off stage, you get you know you come off the stage at the improv and you make that left. Right. He was standing in the by the booth the in that booth. on right. you know that ready position. Right. And I just remember looking up, and the motherfucker was doing the finger like, "Come here." Uh-huh. I was like, "Oh shit!" Right, you've been summoned. Damon Wayans <laughs> is calling me over right. to talk to me about comedy. Right. I ain't know whether to shit throw up or come on myself. <laughs> so he's like, "Yeah, the bit is funny." He's like, "But it's just a little confusing because I don't know whether your mother is actually selling drugs." So go back and just read the. I, I I just was looking at his lips. And like, <laughs> I couldn't even hear. Says, this motherfucker actually talking to me about my joke. Right, that's funny. Like, okay, Mister Wayans. Uh, right. right. So, cut to I think a year or two later, whatever. Um, I got Premium Blend. Okay. And uh, and I didn't know who was hosting, and then they announced the ho- and it was fucking dang. Oh wow. Oh my god. I was like, oh god. I was yeah, like, I was like when you say God, you motherfucker. You know, <laughs> use a bad use you mother, you knew all along. Right. And right. So um, there's gonna be some people complaining that I said God and MF in the same. Oh, sentence. I don't know like, why. Yes. Yeah, nah. So um, yo. So I'm geek. Right. right. I'm on. I'm on ten. Right. Right. Let me tell you something. Damon 
introduces me. Uh-huh. Yo, and you know that thing where you do the cross the and you cross, shake the person's shake, hand yeah, or whatever? Yeah. Yo, Dean, he stuck out his hand to shake my I don't know whether he was shaking my hand to give me five or pound or just whatever. Uh-huh. Yo, I slapped his hand so hard. Yo, <laughs> literally, I think I could have <laughs> fucking, yo. Yo, you I said reverse. But I was just so excited. Right, right, of course. You know what I mean? You go from being introduced by Martin on Def Jam. Right, right. Yeah. Another one of my dudes. Yeah. To fucking from DC Damon. To Damon. Yeah, who, to Damon yeah, introduce yeah. you on Premium Blend. Yeah, man. Yeah, I thought I was. And I could just see in his face, like. <laughs> but I just love him that much. Right. You know you, what I mean? You knocked whatever hat he was wearing. Yeah, off exactly. To the side. Said, that's where it started <laughs> tilting. <laughs> but yeah, I was just, I'm excited about did, it. Now, man. did you, just out of curiosity, did, did you happen to be doing that? particular bit that he saw you do no oh, no, no that would have no, just no, been no. that would have been a no, crazy was, story if you had you yeah had taken that was fixed it and killed it yeah, yeah, oh man that's uh now talk to me about you know we, we've we've gone through a good amount of your history um talk to me about your podcast and what people can so expect. My, my podcast is like uh sort of kind of funny on the play.it network and okay. for me you know i've i've listened to a few podcasts and and just felt like if I was going to start to expand my platform mm-hmm. um, that I just wanted to just the simplicity and, and really honestly just having this conversation with you made me feel like I was doing my podcast talking to you Oh, because okay. it really is this. It really is the simplicity. Uh, and you, man, you do. Honestly, I haven't, how many, I've done a couple, but your podcast is exactly what my podcast is. It's like it's a guy that's been in the business mm-hmm. long enough to know exactly what the fuck he's talking about right, right. and to um, have the respect of those that are sitting down that he's talking to, right. you know what I mean? Right. And that's engaging, holding an engaging conversation that starts to peel back the layers right. so that if you're a fan of the person that is being interviewed, great, you're going to get some more information. Right. But if you're completely unfamiliar with the person, your ability to access the information and to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is it's like we're playing ping pong. Right, we both right. know how to fucking get the right. ball back across. Right. And so whether you know Royale or not, you're going to learn some stuff that hopefully you go, oh, this is an interesting dude. I'm right. glad I got the opportunity right, right. to hear him. So my podcast, Sort of Kind of Funny, again, is the same thing as like, you know, I had Tony Rock on, had Mario Joyner on, uh, had Bill Bellamy on. It's like, I want to take and hold conversations and expand the dialogue so that people are introduced to the human beings right. that do stand up right. and not so much the stand up comedy. Right. I mean, you know, the comic. I'm you want to meet not Bruce about, Wayne, not Batman. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm going to show you. You can see Batman on TV. Right. But you're right. absolutely right. Yeah. And see, that's why, you know, Boom. you get it. I, I get it, Papa. I know. I know. Boom. Well, because, I, you know what? I, I just. I've. I feel like, cause I don't, I don't always have guests. Um, I, I know, um, and I've said it before that I, I for, probably, and you, I, I, I almost would guarantee you probably for a year before you started doing your podcast, you kept saying you want you, you were trying to figure out your approach and where. Oh, you, you got to go. figure out yeah. like what's gonna make it special, right? And so, so for me, um, when I when I finally started doing it, I I listened to a couple. I listened to. I was gonna ask you which ones did, did you, you listen, listen to the to? Combat Jack huh? show? 
No, oh no. Oh my god, you got okay. Okay, that's I, you know what? That's uh, not even comedy though. Oh, for real? Yeah, that's not even comedy. I I listened to you probably listened to Joe I Rogan. You, I didn't listen to Rogan. I listened to to Burr. Mark Marin. Um, I did Marin's podcast at the the Vancouver Comedy Festival, which is what sort of put uh put them on the on the radar for me. Yeah, I was like, oh, what's this is interesting, right? Uh, then I listened to uh, Billy's Jay Moore. Uh, didn't listen. I listened to Jay Moore's a little later because I listened to. Have you ever heard his with uh, Patrice? No. Excellent. Uh, Jesus, excellent why you, joint. He blindsided me. You gotta. Well, you know why you gotta listen to that one. It's. It's. I. I also. It's I, another one. Being of my that dudes. we. Well, being that um, Patrice is no longer here and he's such a good Rest friend. Rest in peace, Patrice. R.I.P. Patrice, man. Um. I, I wanted to hear my friend. Yes. But yes. because this I think it was his last interview that he that he had done. Jay got him like right before oh, he had the stroke. Your you know shades. Um yeah, that's another one. And so uh I listened to that one a little later. Um but a handful of them. And then I wound up someone uh Big Jay Okerson okay. uh had his joint The Legion of Skanks. They asked me to come do theirs. And Jay and I, we have a rapport, everybody, all the fam know. We have a rapport where we both came up around the same era, so we have the same references of of good all and your bad of, yeah, all your movie, point of 80s references. movies. Yeah, yeah. So oh, okay. if he starts talking about an uh, an old '80s movie, a line from from Breaking, look at look at look at his you, face. You could chime right in. That's you could dancer. jump right in. Right. So yeah. and we just so we kept saying, "Yo, we we, we got to do this part," and we never did. So then when I did someone else did uh, my producer Joseph Vesey. Uh, I did his the callback, and I finally said, "You know what? I like to do something." And then over time, I came up with we came up with the title, "The Father Market Protocol." Um, and I just and I had uh, over time, it's still even uh, it was sort of like a, a work in progress. But I had more and more uh, newer comics coming up to me in different clubs saying. Yo, man, I listen to your podcast, man. You got some, you got some, you dropping some, some real yeah. insight. Yeah. And so I said, you know, well, I'm glad because I'm, I don't like giving advice. I don't like giving advice because what worked for Royale Watkins might not work for Dean Edwards and, and vice versa. But I feel like I, I've always been a fan of, uh, I don't like reading unless it's a comic book, but I read autobiographies. Interesting. And, and so that's why I'm always curious about, like I asked you, like where did you start? What made you start? Because I'm always curious, just like I think the listeners, about well, what made you get on stage that first time? Because how many times have you had somebody come up to you after a show, yo, man, I'm funny. And yeah, of course. I'm, you know, I, I, I want to do that comedy. Right, right. You know, I remember doing that to Lance Crowther when I was in college. Wow. I've been, I've been writing jokes for years, just didn't know how to finally get on stage the Lance first time. Lance Crowther. Pootie Tang. Pootie Tang, right? And, and Crowther was encouraging the same way Bernie was encouraging when I first yep. started. And so this, my, my presentation on the Father Monk Protocol is when I do have guests and they're guests that are friends is – Letting people that are out there that might be thinking about comedy, um, letting comics that are out there that um, have, you know are fans of the mixtape comedy show yep. and, and what you've done. And, and Every third Sunday at Gotham Comedy Boom. Club, ladies and gentlemen, the mixtape comedy show, Boom. the liveest comedy and music show in the city. Going on six and a half years, coming six up on seven. Half. It really is a good show. It's, a, it's, it's, a, a good it's show an awesome show. And so I think... I think people are curious, but sometimes the, these podcasts for us have become a way to, like you said, to peel back the layers, yep. um, to let people know, oh, you know what, these there is more to these dudes than just what we see on stage and and hearing hearing what because 
we're we're giving people what we want to share on stage. Yeah. I think I think here, I mean, we talked about you pulling an M sixteen assault rifle on on a Lance Corporal, and that's that's the crust. That's the stuff that yeah. you're not gonna hear. You know, yeah, it's al- it's it's, it's almost therapeutic. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, this is the real shit. It's you know what I mean? If I come down, I sit down, I talk to you my, as my friend, I'm going to exactly. tell you the, the real shit. Exactly, exactly. And your listeners are just going to happen to be fortunate enough that you have a platform Boom. that allows us to share these real stories. Exactly. Do you have anything else that you uh, that you want to plug before we wrap it up? So? Um, They can follow me on social media, yeah. at Royale Watkins. Me and my wife uh, do this do this stuff. Um, we have a web series. Uh, I don't even know what to call it because it's just status updates and po- it's all we do a mix of um, right. a mashup of right. everything. Yeah, but the platform is basically after I do, and it really is. I think we share the most real stories yeah, about go, marriage, and we go in, we yeah. go all <laughs> the way in, and so there's video footage, there's status updates. It really, and now we get ready to start the um, podcast. Okay. So imagine oh with doing, with with a yo with it's me oh, and April co-hosting the podcast okay. and and yo, so is it after I do is it's that... it's gonna be after I okay. do but I think I it's like gonna be title. after I do after dark oh dig it and okay. so I think uh, you know we're just gonna bring in a mix of you know fucking therapists doctters right. porn stars right. fucking ex girlfriends just all of our attention yes uh, <laughs> yo my thing is like yo you know me please and, have Roxy Reynolds me and me and my wife had a threesome before we got married right yeah. and we had actually maybe two or three of them uh-huh. and I know she was basically like let me just give this young dude whatever he right. wants to you know right. th- throw in the world at me but I'm like yo I put 16 years in this marriage 20 years in this relationship right. I should be able to still get that right. and she's like fighting me tooth or nail but then you don't want to be the dude right. that's begging for it, that's ain't thirsty for it. <laughs> hey, right, going back to what you said when so, you were in the hotel I'm going to tell you, yeah, yeah, exactly. So funny is like uh, I have, uh, it's just crazy, this this chick I tried to uh, hook up with, with my wife uh, is coming out to L.A. and she's supposed to be staying with us. <laughs> and I know my wife and her brain is like, oh, I know this thirsty motherfucker is going <laughs> to ask me if we, could t- if we could make that happen. Like, And I'm not. I'm right. like, you know what I mean? But it's like, Yo, what's what's the big deal? Why do women try to act like it's just some dick? Right, right. It's just, it's, it's just some dick. Let me go get the big yeah, dick. Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> like, we we in this together. We are a gang. Right, right. Try to tell you, trick your wife. <laughs> Wait, this is for us. This is for us. This don't is the you, Don't you therapy. want some pussy, too? Right. <laughs> Have you ever felt it? It's good. Yes. It's wonderful. Okay, so, <laughs> so, but the point is, yes, I want to do something with my wife and elevate the platform for like the conversations between mm-hmm. marriage, divorce, relationships, dating. Right. And the people that follow us right now, they go, I don't know how you stay married. Right. I don't know how you get away with the y'all, shit. Y'all, you y'all do put it all out about. there. Yo, we put it all, out, put there. It all out there. The well, good, that's the why, bad, though. the ugly, whatever it is. I, I think that's probably why y'all work so well together because marriages work. And I think y'all work so well together because I think um, marriage has been put on this pedestal that. I think the layperson thinks people that aren't married think marriage is this. Oh, yeah, this yeah. Perfect they think thing. it's a ceremony. Yeah, they the, all. You know, I remember seeing a billboard years ago. You invited, um, you invited people to the ceremony. How about to the marriage? Yep. Because people don't see the truth. That's interesting. You know? People don't see the truth. Um, and, and marriages are 
are work in pro- oh a constant work bro. in progress. And then marriage once you add, like, add it's like kids. your other kid. It's yeah, like man. your other kid though. Yeah. It's like your motherfucker is born, it becomes starts teething, it graduates, it does these cute things, and it <laughs> shits on itself. <laughs> and like, <laughs> right. yo, it's real work, full fucking time, all the time. Yeah, man. It's it's you. You gotta constantly. You got you got to constantly um, uh, uh, nurture the the, Hell yeah. the the relationship in the marriage. Look, I'm looking for my battery uh, because my phone. You know what? What do you have? You uh, iPhone or I'm you iPhone. Droid? I'm yeah, iPhone. see, I'm 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 Droid, and so I'm fortunate. I might have to switch um, to Droid though, because this iPhone doesn't hide pictures of bitches on the road very well. <laughs> so I, I, my wife just like I do anything. <laughs> And the pictures of these hoes come right up to the top. I'm like, what the fuck is you doing? <laughs> it's like, get me a chum. Come on. Oh my god, you gotta change out a battery I got, I got, on. I got, I got. Oh extra Jesus, battery, that son. can't be good. At no, all. no, no, no. This is this. I mean, this is the first battery that came with it. So this one. Dies. But I'm just saying, so any phone that opens up that allows you to change the no, battery that's, that's, out. That's good. That's good. I I never. I, I wouldn't. I, notice. I always. I always have phones. Uh, so I, I like knew I, when my wife got this phone for me. You know, <laughs> it, it was all just here's the this the phone you're gonna be using. This is the phone you're using every like, time. But I like I like Jordan. No, you know what? Um, you're using. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be on iPhone. Your, your team iPhone. Yeah. Uh, uh, forever. Um, well, we plugged, we plugged. Give me the name of the podcast one so, more time. Um, my podcast is sort of kind of funny sorta on the Play It Network and. Okay. Uh, Stay tuned for the After I Do After Dark podcast, okay. which is coming soon. Um, what else do I have? I'm in New York uh, at Gotham Comedy Club every third Sunday. Every third every Sunday. Every third Sunday. So people that- Say it one more time. Every third Sunday, Gotham Comedy Club, the livest comedy and music show in the city, is Boom. the mixtape comedy show. Um, I'll be there uh, just every third Sunday. Just show up, come through. And if you mention- uh, the Father Muckin, I, I the Father so, Muckin Protocol. Yeah, the Father Muckin. No, I just always oh. it's so tricky when I say that. I, I was so jealous when I heard the name of your podcast. Oh, oh right. It's just one of those. It's like because you struggle. That's the biggest thing. It's like trying to find the right name. Right. Yeah. And when it's like, oh, this motherfucker got Father Muckin. <laughs> but that goes with what you know. I that's I I, I dyslexic cuss. You know, I yeah. dyslexic cuss on stage. So I was like, all right, well, I guess this is a. Uh, we just we stumbled it's, it's onto it. It's beautiful. You, you should have heard it? some of the bad. Like yeah, no, I early, trust me. I have. It was. I, I went through some. <laughs> I had some all things comedy, stuff. and then I had intravenous comedy, and it was like a needle and drugs. I was like, no oh, god. And I was saying maybe kind of sort of funny, sort of. And my son, my oldest son, is like, what about sort of kind of funny? And it just felt very Jerry Seinfeldish mm-hmm. and universal. Okay. You know, you want yeah. something yeah, universal. Sort of kind of, yeah, sort of kind of funny. It felt like sponsors would come on board. Right. Like, <laughs> Sponsors would think, oh, this must be a white comedy right, show. Let's right. put all of our resources behind right. it. Right. Gotcha, motherfucker. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah. do, now, are your, speaking of your kids, are your kids funny and do any of them oh have, my God, have an man. affinity towards this? Yes. All of my my um, my two youngest sons, uh-huh. Royce and Ross, are just, yo, man, it's so sad because I just look at them. Mm-hmm. I was like, if you motherfuckers would just get right. on stage, right. you could kill it. Right. But I'm not one of those dads that go that makes the decision for the kids. I was just like, I, I can't was, Tiger remind Woods. Remind me to or, say something after the show. I ain't going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but like Tiger Woods and what's uh, uh, uh what's Williams? Williams? Yeah, yeah. Venus and Serena's uh, uh, dad. Richard, Richard, Richard Williams. Williams. Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, this is what you're going to do. You're going to you know, do this. But you know, she just won her, what, 20th yes, or 21st? Yes, uh, crazy. And so that's why I feel like, man, if I took my sons and put them on stage, right? right. I told Royce, the, the one who's turning 16, mm-hmm. 
because they're both like they watch sitcoms, so I explain. Because, you know, I mean, as I write TV right. and everything, I right. explain them like, oh, here's the act break, here's the callback, here's the co open. So they literally can dissect television, mm-hmm. right. and I make them write. Right? Has that? Has that? You think that's ruined TV for not ruined, but it's it's no, no, they their get perspective. It. No, they no, still no, can no. enjoy. They appreciate it more, okay, because they know what's going right. on, okay. And so, but so years ago, <clears throat> years ago. I bought them. They were in New York City. I let both of them go up on stage. So Royce, who's two and 21 months older, I let him go up by himself okay. and introduce me. And then once I got on stage, Ross, who's younger, I bought him on stage. And they both speak Spanish. Ross speaks it more fluently okay. than Royce. And so I'll just, as a part of the bit, I said, whatever I say, I want you to translate it in Spanish oh, for the people okay. that in the audience that okay. speak Spanish. And then I did something. He repeated. did something else he repeated. And then I said something with a cuss word. And he's like, you know, I get the cuss. <laughs> yeah. He so, pours. He's like, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I can say it. Yeah, so go ahead, knock Puta. yourself out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And so it's just, you know, it's just fun. They're both very funny though. Okay, okay. Well, shoot. Uh, keep keep an eye out for uh, keep an eye Watkins, out for the young, uh, young watch. Two try point, to date, Wayne's this thing up. Right. Wayne Tang clans this thing. <laughs> right, right, right. Yo, man, it's uh, I done had a blast. Listen, uh, bro, I, we could do this forever. It's up like in here. This is no, and we still keep keep going. No, I'm just saying, like you know, I would love to come back if you need a co-host, you need somebody, security, oh, whatever definitely. you need. I just, you know, you know. who? Do, let, well, let me ask you this: Who do you think? Like, I obviously I, I want to get like uh, Ali on here. I want to get Owen. Who do you think would be a good? Because maybe next time I'm out here, get Anthony, um, get Cedric, ooh, Entertainer. Boom, you know get, what? Um, Faison Love. I can give you a whole. Boom. Come on, okay. Oh, Faison would be get good. Whitney Cummins. Yeah, get yeah, uh, Dane yeah. Cook. Get Everybody, yeah, what? yeah, no, but you know what? Like, say Whitney and Whitney and I, DL Hewley, DL. Um, I like Faison because oh, Faison everybody's is... not gonna reach out to Faison, yes. and so that's a unique oh, that's a get. That's unique. what they call it. And a get. And I would tell Anthony, I am gonna have him on here because we're gonna talk about that night. He was like, yeah. Hey, you sure you want to yes, follow exactly. Tracy? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yo, man, you don't know my damn pedigree, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, man, it's your man, Dean Edwards Royale. All love, man. Thank All love. you for Anytime, coming through, baby. Fam. Thanks for having me, Dean. And we'll definitely, when, when we get uh, get some of these people on, I'd love to have you uh, come in and guess why. Why don't you spit? Let's see, let's see. We're going to switch it up. Let's see huh? you spit a hot 16 on the way out. Though, hot to your 16. Show. Yo, first I'm going to plug. Follow me on all things. Cop- well, at uh, I am Dean Edwards on all social media. Yo. So check it out. I'm sitting here in the studio. I got my boy named Royale next to me, though. My man Aaron sounding on the boards. I got to preserve my vocal cords because I got a voiceover tomorrow. I'm doing Shrekly. Or rather, the cat named Donkey. I got another one. I'm getting them checks from DreamWorks. <laughs> I'm letting them know how the team works. I pass it off to my man Royal, and he's going to spit something and never let it get spoiled. I go on. That's that Martian shit. My Martian flow. Oh, I'm on the Hooper Bowl. <laughs> now, everybody on planet Pluto is just like, oh! He just blew that egg on. He keeps killing it! <laughs> Yo, man. D that was we in the building, man. The Father Bucket Protocol. We'll catch y'all next time. Two fingers, peasy. <laughs> you stopped it.